0: I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm Bella Hilton and what can I share with you this week? Right now I'm actually having an incredible year and I really hope you join me on it too, right? This is our year. I've just decided, okay? And I'm actually seeing really big transformations in my clients and it's only February so I'm really excited about that. And I've already had two like pregnancy announcements this week with my clients. So that always feels amazing. And you might be like, yeah, thanks, Bella. I've had enough of pregnancy announcements in my life without you bringing them up too, right? Well, I guess I tell you this, to shine a light on that forgotten world of hope sometimes, right, because I know I've said this before, but I do not get the easy cases. These aren't those random oh, my husband just has to look at me and I get pregnant cases, okay? These are women just like you. I want you to believe that and, and feel that this year that this could also be you, okay? Uh, what else can I tell you? I'm also gonna be part of an amazing summit Uh, starting February 18th to 20. So it's three days and it's called the Feel Better Weekend and it's totally free. So if you've got a moment like actually sign up for that. Um, The links are probably below. Uh, Me along with some amazing other speakers are going to be delivering you incredible workshops and I think there's yoga and stuff like that about feeling way better on this fertility journey. There's no talk of If you do this, then it gets you pregnant, right? Just a whole bunch of feeling good now, which I think we always need help with. And I'm delivering a workshop called Gentle Reframes to Radically Feel Better. So check it out. Um, Like I said, the link's below to sign up for that. But let's get on to today's topic, which is five things to consider before starting IVF. And you know what? There's probably more things to consider, but I'll give you five today. Uh, you know, when you've been told that IVF and can, you know, conceiving through IVF might be the next option for you, or, you know, a good option for you, it can bring up a lot of fears and anxieties and a lot of panic really over the unknown. Um, You know, because it was never our dream as a little girl to say, oh, I can't wait to grow up and have babies via IVF, right? But I also don't think at the same time it needs to be as dramatic as all that either, right? IVF, I think sometimes has a stigma and I think it can be built up too much in people's minds, right? So my job here is to try and dispel some of that and, and give you a different perspective, so my first tip today on, on what can t- to consider is really timing. Okay? Some people worry if they haven't waited long enough yet uh, before trying, You know, even after two years of solid trying. And some people wanna jump straight into it after six months. There is no right or wrong answer here, right? I think sometimes Western medicine, yes, pushes us into these things too quickly. Because I know of many doctors who don't believe in being able to improve your ed quality or helping you improve your fertility through your mindset and emotional health, right? Which is vast evidence for and something that I do every day with my clients. And also there are doctors who do believe in that. So, you know, I'm not painting any doctors with any brushes, but there is a lot of like old school thinking sometimes in Western medicine and just pushing people into this too fast. Um, I've had many a client who didn't conceive using IVF and then worked with me and did as well. So, you know, there's always that. So we're getting back to timing. What I want to say this about timing. You are the only one who knows when the timing is right for you. If you want to wait five years before doing IVF and try everything else, despite what doctors are telling you, then you wait five years, right? There is a lot you can do before committing to IVF and it is a financial, time, mental and emotional commitment. You want to choose IVF because it feels like the right next step for you. Don't choose IVF out of fear. Don't choose IVF because you think you're running out of time. Choose IVF if it feels right for you. Now, some hold themselves back because of their fears like the other way. That is, You know, they think that IVF might be their last hope and what if it doesn't work and then their plan B has failed as well, right? And then you have to decide if your fears are actually holding you back from doing it too. So don't jump into it because you think it's your only option, but at the same time, don't hold yourself back from it if you really have tried for a long time. Yes, it's the unknown and the unknown can be scary if you haven't done it before. But IVF can also be a very beautiful process if you set yourself upright. okay? I want you to feel less scared about it. So tip number two today or, you know, something else you might need to consider is are you mentally and emotionally prepared? Hands down, the biggest thing that I always tell people is that you need to be mentally and emotionally prepared for it. If you're going in feeling broken and hopeless you know, mentally and feel inferior because you can't do it naturally or just like your body is broken, and so you have to do this, that doesn't feel good. If we're telling ourselves those stories already, we're likely going feeling very disempowered. Unfortunately, IVF doesn't reset the clock on our fertility journey if we've been trying for years on the emotional and mental front, right? Most times women are taking in years worth of stories of not being able to conceive and already feel emotionally and mentally devastated, right? I don't want that for you going into your IVF cycle. Find a way to heal before you do that. I myself went into IVF, very excited, right? And quite honestly, for the most part, I really enjoyed it. No, that many blood tests aren't fun. No, egg retrieval wasn't comfortable. I mean, most people I talk to have a general anesthetic, but I had a local, so I was perfectly awake for it all. And I think because, you know, that was because it would have cost another thousand bucks. right? (laughs) But honestly, I've been trying for 10 years with no luck. So it was time to try something different. And I went into it with the idea really of collecting more information. Yes, I had a lot of dreams and hopes pinned on it too, like I'm a human being, but I was happy. I was thoroughly enjoying my life before I started it. So any bits that were hard during IVF didn't seem that hard because I was stable going into the process and I had my husband who was there at every appointment and we were honestly amazing supports to each other. Please set yourself up for success. There is so much hope for you doing IVF if you prepare yourself first. All right, number three, what have I got for you today? Okay, I hate saying this because I want this point to come across in the way that I intend it to, right? And not as some negative Nelly that is setting you up for failure because believe you me, I only ever want to set people up for success. I don't want to put ideas in your head of... You know, it won't work on the first try or anything like that. But here it is, IVF doesn't guarantee babies. I know very few people who have been struggling to conceive actually think this, but I wanted to take this a little further with this concept today. And I think here is my main point really, that I think when we go into IVF, we can sometimes have re- unrealistic expectations still not that it might never work, not saying that at all, but on what number cycle it might happen or how many eggs we will retrieve and things like that. We tend to get stuck on the numbers, on the percentage chance that our doctor told us about, which I think can be really debilitating. Firstly, it's not a competition against anyone else, including yourself especially yourself right. I know many women are on forums sometimes so you know they might have been there for years already trying to conceive naturally and they read all about IVF. So they read about other people's stories and maybe expect the same outcomes or failures even right. Yes it can happen on the first try. Yes you can retrieve 20 eggs and get 11 perfect embryos. There are cases of this and Sometimes it just doesn't happen like that. And I want you to know that it doesn't mean that it won't happen for you. You have to run your own race and sometimes slow down the pace. Because I know women who have retrieved one egg and gotten their baby. I know women who have had disastrous results with IVF and then conceived naturally the next cycle. I know women who had the worst numbers the worst looking embryos and still got their perfectly healthy baby. I think we need to go in with a little bit more faith. So number four of something else you might want to consider and which sets you up for success, right? It can be great to set it up with your um, your work or talk to your HR if you have a good relationship with someone there before you start so that you can Work out the logistics in advance of how you will never get your work and things like that. Maybe it's your boss you need to talk to. Don't let work be a stress through this for you, even if it isn't your first time doing IVF. You aren't gonna thank yourself when you get older for stressing yourself out for working too hard through your IVF cycle when you don't even know how you might respond to the medications. You might have side effects, right? I was always pretty even, but if they added in progesterone to me, I was grumpy and angry and in need of a lot more brownies, okay? So, you know, you've got to start to listen to yourself and you've got to give yourself space to be able to do that. When you're going through IVF, you have to naturally spend more time on it. You have blood tests and ultrasounds and egg retrievals and transfers, right? There's things going on. And you honestly will also need to factor in more care time for yourself. It's not selfish. It's important. Alright, And tip number five today is this. It is not an inferior way to conceive your baby doing IUI or IVF. I want to change people's minds on that. I really want to change that narrative. We always say natural is best. Like people who conceive naturally deserve, you know, something more of a medal. But what if it's just not going to work like that for us? When I look at our modern world, I look at all the way um, it, you know, all the way advances in society have actually worked for me, right? Instead of using it to beat up on myself because someone somewhere said natural was best, of course. If we could conceive naturally and not have to go through all this crap, we would have done it that way in the first place, right? But let's look at it. Number one, I met my husband through an online dating site. That was amazing. He wasn't in my circle of people. You know, I never would have met him and he is the perfect person for me. I run a business completely online, helping people around the world make massive transformation in their mental and emotional states of health and helping them to conceive. Uh, Three, antibiotics saved my husband from near death after a tooth extraction last year, like something simple like that. Number four, this is interesting, grommets in my ears when I was younger helped me to have normal hearing and not only have five percent hearing left in one ear, which is what had been predicted for me. Okay, that is amazing to me. Technology and advances in society are amazing things. And look, let's look at this specifically around babies. IVF gave me the opportunity to be a mum when nothing else had worked. That's amazing to me, right? Modern medicine allowed me to have my baby naturally, um, like a vaginal birth, instead of via C-section When my baby just didn't want to come out he just was very comfortable in there he didn't want to be born right and when he couldn't breastfeed pumps and formula filled the gap so i had a very healthy baby but everywhere i went i mean dating apps are the norm now right but they weren't when i met my husband there was stigma about dating apps just being a hookup venue right well i met my husband in the first month and he was date number two I didn't go through all of that meat market stuff. And people might say, how, how do you do what you do over Zoom and get amazing transformations with my clients? Well, I just do. Like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be face to face. People crap on IVF saying it's not natural and there's so much you can do. But, and that's true. And if you've tried all of that, I'm sure you have but my son is 100% meant to be here and you cannot tell me otherwise. People say that breast is best for breastfeeding and great, if it works out for you, I think so too. And, but it it, like they say this and it almost makes us feel less than for doing otherwise if you can't. But if I just relied on breast milk from breastfeeding and, and pumping, I did a lot of pumping, My son probably wouldn't be as healthy as he is today because he needed more than I could keep up with, right? I am not sorry for technology and I am not sorry for IVF. I think it is wonderful and amazing. I think it gives so much more opportunity to people who would have to give up their dreams of becoming parents. If you are thinking about IVF and leaning towards it for the right reasons, being that it feels like the right next step for you, and maybe you don't know how to decide if it's the right next step for you, there's always people you can talk to like me, then I say embrace it. Embrace it for all the magical technology that it is and the real opportunity it gives you to be a mum. It doesn't have to be a negative experience. All right, ladies, if you need some help in any way, shape or form, you know the drill, all my links are below. You can find me on my website at studiofertility.com and I will talk to you soon, beautiful ladies. See you then. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review. So I can continue to deliver more great content. That I know you want and need and if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you please head over to my website at studiofertility.com meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation hypnosis and visualization how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day, you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis, or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.